0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan
1: Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine.
2: Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Tuesday. And it is going to be a bit of a roller coaster of a night. And this is what I mean by roller coaster. I'm giving you a heads up now. There are going to be some peaks tonight as there always are where we laugh and have fun. And there are going to be some lows and we are about 30 seconds away from getting to some of those lows. You know, I don't like to bring you down, but we have to talk about that tonight. I have economist Tiana Lowe coming up an hour and a half from now. I want to know why we should care about the debt. Do you care about the debt? Most don't. What's the big deal? I want to talk to somebody really smart about that. We're going to talk about this NYPD officer. We just lost another one. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about, well, you'll have to wait and see on the college front. Just keep that in the back of your mind. But all that aside, let's 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 get into the meat of it right now. Are there different degrees of evil? I think I think we would all we would all acknowledge or at least most of us would think there are, right? I mean there are differing degrees of evil. If you take a a father gets a woman pregnant And then runs out on her, leaves her alone to raise that kid by herself. Kid has to grow up without a dad. She grows up without... I think we would agree that's an evil thing to do, right? That's a terrible thing to do. Is he as evil as John Wayne Gacy who murdered a bunch of kids? No. No. Differing degrees of evil. But... I think we should also acknowledge, and I'm going somewhere with this. We're going to talk about this COVID restrictions and things like that. I think we also should acknowledge you can be on the same level of evil while doing different things. If I was to ask you, hey, uh, name for me the most evil person who ever lived. Uh, the normal answer would probably be St- Hitler or Stalin or Mao. If you're more of a history buff type, maybe you'd go someone like Gil DeRay. I would not recommend looking up Gil DeRay or his crimes while you're eating, but just setting that aside. I mean, there, you would, most people would say Hitler or Stalin or Mao. Let's stay with Hitler, even though that's a little bit of a cliche at this point. Let's stay with Hitler. Okay, so you say Hitler's the most evil person that ever lived. I'm not I'm not arguing with that, obviously. You can certainly make a strong case. Answer me this. Do you consider Hitler to be more evil than Jeffrey Dahmer? It's hard a question to answer, is it not? I mean, Hitler is certainly responsible for more death, but Hitler wasn't killing them personally, and he certainly wasn't eating them for dinner afterwards. Different. Would you consider that different? Would you consider that on the same plane of evil or on a different plane of evil? And this is the reason I ask this question. If I was to show up at your mother's home tonight and I was to murder her, I came in with an ax and murdered your mom tonight. I think every single person listening to the sound of my voice would agree that is profoundly evil. My goodness, put him on trial, lock him up, put him in the electric chair, give him life in prison. I don't care what you do. Get that evil axe murderer to prison now. He murdered my mom with an axe. But let me ask you something. Let's say your mom was laying there in a hospital bed, drowning in her own lung fluid from a disease, and you, you had something other doctors are saying is a cure. You have doctors and nurses, you have healthcare professionals, they're saying to you, hey, take this, take this medicine, and it will save her life. And as you're walking up to the bed with your mother there, drowning in her lung fluid to give her this medication, doctors and nurses are telling you will save her life. And I run up to you and say, No, 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 no. Nope, you're not allowed to give that to her. Nope, I take the bill bottle away from you and I flush it down the toilet. I know that's a lot cleaner. Is that less evil than walking into her bedroom with an ax in the middle of the night? You know what it's like to drown? Let alone on your own lung fluid. You ever seen somebody dying of, say, lung cancer? Let me assure you, it is not a pleasant way to go. You may prefer the ax. It is time to have an uncomfortable conversation about who leads this nation, about our cultural institutions, and we have to simply decide, you, me, everybody, we have to decide, is this now an evil country? Are we led by evil people? And I know as an American, you love the place. I would die for the place. I I know that. I, I know that. And I know as an American, you point at things like uh, the Taliban. Taliban's an easy one. You see the Taliban march some 15-year-old girl out and stone her to death because she batted her eyes at someone or something like that. And you look and you say, those people are evil. They run the country that is an evil government. who Who could condone something like that? Okay. Before we get to what happened today... I'm going to go over some articles for you. Had the had Michael and Chris pull some old stuff. I'm going to give you the dates on these articles. Before I read this first one, I, I want to make sure you do remember this. We had a virus hit our shores, coronavirus. Maybe you've heard of it. And people started getting hospitalized, severe lung problems, old people with pre-existing conditions and fat people started dropping dead of coronavirus. Okay. So that's a problem. We don't want old people or fat people dying. It's a big deal. And almost immediately, we had healthcare professionals, doctors, and nurses, not only saying, but saying on camera, hydroxychloroquine works. Now, I'm not an expert on hydroxychloroquine, so don't email in and ask. I don't know. I went to community college. I don't even have an associate's degree. But I do know a bunch of fancy people with medical degrees weren't giving secondhand information. They were putting their name to it and they were saying on camera, I am treating patients with hydroxychloroquine who have coronavirus and I am saving their lives. It is cheap. There are virtually no side effects. It's readily available. It's been used to treat other things. I, Dr. Whatever, I treat people every day with hydroxychloroquine and it saves their lives. And do you know how your system reacted to that? How my system reacted to that? I'm talking healthcare professionals, Democrat governors, Republican governors, Democrat politicians, media people. Do you know how they responded to that? Headline hydroxychloroquine this is from November 2020 does not benefits ad, does not benefit adults hospitalized with covid-19 headline pharmacy board limits chlor- chloroquine prescriptions headline fda revokes emergency use authorization of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine let's just pause there for a moment before we get to the news of the day the fda um, that's the, that's the food and drug administration in this country. That's kind of a big deal. So we had a deadly virus come here and we had, and I don't know whether or not it works. I've never taken it, but we had healthcare professional after healthcare professionals say, I am treating patients with it and I'm saving their lives. And the food and drug administration revoked. The authorization to use it? Now, I could point to you a million different evil things in the news right now. I mean, I could point to you, uh, this NYPD officer, Wilbert Mora, he's dead. Remember, I talked yesterday about two New York cops were shot. One of them was dead. The other one was, they said, very critical condition. He's dead. He has a bullet in his brain. He's now dead. And I could point out the criminal who did that, who shot that weapon, who shot those two cops. And you would have not a moment of hesitation saying evil. That guy is an evil scumbag. I hope he gets the chair, gas chamber, life in prison, gallows. You would, without hesitation, say that is evil. But you explain to me how the person who decided hydroxychloroquine should never be given to someone with coronavirus How is that person any less evil than the scumbag who gunned down two NYPD cops? Explain it to me. I need someone to tell me why. Because that's what happened in this country. Not Afghanistan, not China, in the United States of America. The institutions you should trust and I should trust are murdering us on purpose. And I do call it murder, and I don't see how you can call it anything else. What do we have now in this country? Oh, I'm not even close to done. Hang on.
1: Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I yes, I have a lot more to get to, but I'm not done on this yet. What, in case you missed the opening, you tell me, are there different degrees of evil? If somebody commits murder in a white lab coat by withholding life-saving treatment, is that person somehow morally on a higher plane than the serial killer who's eating your liver? I do not separate the two. I'm just walking you down a timeline. I haven't even gotten to what the FDA did today to what the FDA did today, your FDA, my FDA. Let's go back to it in case you missed the opening. November 2020, hydroxychloroquine does not benefit adults hospitalized with COVID-19. July 2020, Pharmacy Board limits chloroquine prescriptions. July 2020, FDA revokes emergency use authorization for chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. July 2020, Ohio Board of Pharmacy bans hydroxychloroquine for use in COVID-19. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, From the state of Ohio, your pharmacy board sat down with their fancy degrees and their white lab coats and they decided your mom should drown in her own lung fluid rather than get hydroxychloroquine. I'm still waiting for somebody to tell me why that's somehow less evil than Jeffrey Dahmer. Why that's somehow less evil than John Wayne Gacy. What, because you don't have the body parts? Mom's still dead, isn't she? April 2020, states act to, quote, protect consumers, end quote, against unproven unproven COVID-19 drugs and safeguard supplies as the FDA approves limited use. The National Academy for State Health Policy. You thought that was bad? Buckle up at least 11 states have acted to limit the dispensing of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine prescription drugs that have been cited as providing protection against coronavirus without adequate clinical evidence to support that claim. These states were taken before the U.S. Food and Drug Administration emergency authorization allowing the limited use of high, of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. The FDA, your FDA, my FDA, said, quote, the drugs may only be used to treat adult and adolescent patients who weigh 50 kilograms or more and are hospitalized with covid-19 for whom clinical, clinical trials not available or participation is not feasible. In case you're wondering which states New York, here's a couple bullet points. New York explicitly requires prescribing these drugs for FDA approved indication or as part of an approved trial. North Carolina, New York, Ohio Texas, North Carolina, Louisiana, Kansas, Missouri, state after state after state after state, not all blue states either. All the fancy doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals you and I rely on to treat people and save lives. What did they do? And again, I'm not pitching, pitching for hydroxychloroquine. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I know lots of doctors said I'm saving lives with it. But so bodies could pile up under the Trump administration, parts of your institutions and parts of your institutions and parts of your institutions got together and decided your mom should die. Maybe you do remember this because all this is a little distant, and I'm getting to what happened today. Maybe you do remember this. Maybe you remember Joe Rogan. I obviously don't need to introduce Joe Rogan. Super popular podcast, Joe Rogan Experience. Very good podcast. Joe Rogan, he's one of these health nut guys. Joe Rogan got coronavirus. Joe Rogan put up an Instagram video talking about how he was treating it. His doctor prescribed him ivermectin. Ivermectin has been prescribed to human beings for, well, I don't know. The cases are in the billions. Billions of people have been given ivermectin. Do you happen to remember... What the system did when Joe Rogan put up a video and said, I got coronavirus, I took ivermectin, and 24 hours later, I'm right as rain. Picture your mom drowning in her lung fluid. You want to give her ivermectin, and this is what the system had to say about it. It blows
3: my mind that Joe Rogan just yesterday admitted to taking... Ivermectin.
4: Ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses. CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer.
5: Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs and he included Ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock.
4: Rogan said the word Ivermectin, yes, that's the deworming medicine made to kill parasites and farm animals. Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer?
1: So things are clearly bad but they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. But,
0: wait, 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 wait a second. He, he said that he got better because he ate he he said cattle he's dewormer. dewormer.
4: They must know that that's a lie. You have individuals like Joe Rogan, for example, who uh, who don't want to take an experimental vaccine, but will take horse dewormer. Well, 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 well if well, it is an well. old horseworm Rogan.
1: <laughs>
3: Ivermectin is often used to deworm
4: livestock. Ivermectin, apparently given to deworm animals, it's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that's a willing that's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Joe Rogan, uh, he came down with COVID. He says he says he's been taking the uh, livestock dewormer. Uh, ivermectin they lied what and did they said say? i was taking horse dewormer ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer they keep saying i'm taking horse dewormer i literally got it from a doctor you know no, doctors doctor right. say it. doctors say you could
0: take it for humans yeah but not for coronavirus
4: he may not have gotten it from
1: the feed supply store but it's the same compound
2: now i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to this And I hate to connect the two because it is so tragic. NYPD officer Wilbert Mora is dead with a bullet in his brain. You tell me how denying people ivermectin for political reasons is somehow less evil than the piece of human filth who shot Wilbert Mora in the head. I want someone to explain to me why that's somehow a lesser evil. And if we are now ruled by evil people... What does that mean for you? What does it mean for me? I'm still not done. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show and I will end up taking some phone calls tonight. 877-377-4373. If you miss any part of the show, You can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I've been going off about how evil it is to purposely steal treatments that save lives away from citizens. I'm, of course, talking about what the Biden administration did today. But I haven't even got to that point yet. I haven't even gotten to that yet. I'll, I'll get to it in a second. Headline. Boston patient removed from heart transplant list for being unvaccinated. This is in the New York Post. 31-year-old father. He is a father. He has two children. He has his woman pregnant, so he's got one on the way. So back to that story about your mom. Let's set that story aside. This is a dad, two kids. How is this less evil than what Jeffrey Dahmer did? I need to know. It's not complicated. I need to know. Quote: The COVID vaccine is one of several vac- vaccines and lifestyle behaviors required for transplant candidates in the Mass General Brigham system in order to create both the best chance for successful operation and the patient's survival after the transplantation. The hospital said in the in or the hospital said in a statement. There's a father, there's his two kids with tears in their eyes. There's his lady with and she's pregnant, crying,, saving, saying, "Please, give him a new heart." The hospital steps in and said, "No, because he didn't get the vaccine we want. He doesn't get a new heart. Sit there and watch him die. You tell me how that's less evil than the guy who just gunned down two NYPD police officers. I need to know why it's less evil. Because I can't figure it out. And this is all, of course, in response to the Biden administration today. Monoclonal antibodies. You've probably heard that word thrown around a lot recently. Don't worry, I'm not going to explain to you what they are, because I can't. I'm just an idiot. I went to community college. I'm a construction worker. I'm a Marine. I sold RVs. I don't have any idea what monoclonal antibodies are. I don't have any idea why they work. But here's what I do know. I know a bunch of doctors and nurses, and they have been telling me for a long time now, people come in, they sit down, they get this treatment, and their lives are saved. People on death's door get monoclonal antibodies, When they have coronavirus and they survive and thrive, we know this. Florida has been successful. They're one of several states. Florida has been successfully using this to save people's lives. Today, Joe Biden's FDA came out and revoked the emergency use authorization. Today, Joe Biden stood there while that mom drowned in her bed with her lung fluid and said, you cannot treat that person. Now I need you to tell me why that's less evil than Jeffrey Dahmer. I I need to know. As you can imagine, Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis, affectionately known as Heavy D, was upset about it. Something fierce.
4: Thousands of Floridians woke up to news that their appointments to get treatment for COVID-19 infection uh, were canceled by the Biden administration, which revoked authorization for two very popular monoclonal antibody treatments at the state of Florida uh, to our residents. Mind you, the number of the people that seek this treatment are overwhelmingly people that have been vaccinated, um, but yet they're still infected, and many of them are high risk. Now, they are relying on revoking this and pulling the rug out from under people on a single, non-peer-reviewed, non-clinical study that was actually done by a consultant for a rival company to the other two monoclonal antibody treatments. This is not based on a clinical trial. This is not even peer reviewed. And so this is something that they claim shouldn't be used because we have Omicron. And what we would say in Florida is, we have had people use it and we've had good results. Uh, But you also don't even know when someone goes in whether it's Omicron or still the Delta. Uh, But it's really a reckless decision to be able to take this option away from patients, you, know, you saw a huge decline in hospitalizations and we were proud to be able to fill a really a void which shouldn't have existed if you had people... To
2: hire. That's him describing how it was. He went on, as you can imagine, the governor of a state who now has to watch his citizens die had some strong words for Joe Biden.
4: You have so many problems with this administration. You look at inflation spiraling out of control and yet they're doing things to fuel it you look at the southern border which has been a total disaster uh, and continues to be to this day Uh, you look what's happening um, in the gathering storm abroad whether it's russia china america's adversaries Uh, you have huge huge problems going on you have ineffective COVID restrictions and mandates that are being championed in other states that are inhibiting our supply chain and contributing to economic problems. So you have all these issues that could be addressed. And so what do they choose to do with their time? They choose to pull the rug out of uh, elderly patients, most of whom almost all of them have been vaccinated uh, and say you don't have access uh, to this treatment so we're going to
2: fight joe biden is murdering his political opponents this was done to florida for a reason because florida's covid numbers are outstanding the blue areas are failing the joe biden administration pointed to their political opponents and they said i want your mom your father your grandmother your grandfather to die so i look better in the polls Again, I'm going to keep asking it all night, 877-377-4373. I need to know why it's less evil for Joe Biden to murder old people in Florida than it is for Jeffrey Dahmer to carve out somebody's heart and eat it for brunch. I need to know. I need to know why a Boston hospital removing a father from a transplant list because he's not vaccinated, why is that less evil than a dirt ball in New York City blasting two NYPD cops and killing them? Why? Because it's done in a air-conditioned environment with white lab coats on? Oh, no, no, no. It's not murder when I do it. I have a degree. Don't you see? I (laughs) I went to college for a while. This is what Jen Psaki had to say about this when she was obviously asked about this today.
1: Secondly, the FDA yesterday withdrew the EUA for some monoclonal antibody treatments because they don't work against Omicron. But Florida continues to push for the treatment for people in the state. What's your response to Governor Santis?
3: Well, let's just take a step back here just to realize how crazy this is a little bit. We've approached uh, COVID treatments, like filling a medicine cabinet. We're not relying on one type, one brand, or treatment. We invested in and continue to buy a variety across monoclonal antibodies, pre-exposure prevention therapies, and oral antivirals. What the FDA is making clear is that these treatments, the ones that they are fighting over, that the governor is fighting over, do not work against Omicron, and they have side effects. That is what the scientists are saying. We have sent them 71,000 doses of treatments that are effective against Omicron and are effective also against Delta. Uh, And they are still advocating uh, for treatments that don't work. Uh, We've seen, unfortunately, from the beginning, uh, in our pandemic response, a range of steps or pushes that have been made through social media platforms, unfortunately, from the mouths of elected officials, uh, and the advo- advocating for things that don't work, even when we know things do work, injecting disinfectant, promoting other pseudoscience, sowing doubt on the effectiveness of vaccines and boosters, and now promoting treatments that don't work. We know it works, vaccines and boosters. We have a range of doses of things that do work in treatments, and we're providing those to Florida.
2: Jen Psaki is a lot of things, but an idiot is not one of those. She knows those treatments work. She doesn't want you to take them because she's happy with your mother and father dying for the case of politics. Jen Psaki is an evil person. And no, I'm still not finished yet because I have one final point to make on this. And sadly, this is probably going to be the darkest part of it. And I swear I will lighten up the rest of the show, but I just didn't know how to unpack this any other way. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three, and when you call me, call on your Pure Talk phone. No, you know, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I don't, I don't mean to make a joke about it. We have evil institutions in this country, and corporations are a big, big part of that. We now have corporations that are flat out evil. They work against you day and night. They work against everything you love, everything you care about. They want to destroy it. Where are you sending your cell phone money every month? Uh, we talk about it all the time. Putting your money where your morals are. This is a great way to put your money where your morals are. You switch to Pure Talk. Average family saves over eight hundred bucks a year, and you're not sending money to Verizon, AT and T, T-Mobile—that garbage—that that do all the things you hate. Instead, you're sending your con- money to a patriotic company. From your cell phone, dial pound two fifty and say Jesse Kelly. And you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Put your money where your morals
1: are. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and again, I will get to your phone calls in about 10 minutes from now, eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. We still have economist Tiana Lowe coming up about 45 minutes from now. The debt, we don't talk about it enough. I, I need someone smart to unpack that, so we're going to get to that. The headline is, three times a hero, NYPD officer Wilbert Mora dies after Harlem ambush. Jason Rivera was his partner. He's already been dead. Wilbert Mora, as we talked about yesterday, was on life support. He died, bullet lodged in his brain. They're harvesting his organs, so on and so forth. So so rest in peace to him and his family. But again, I want to ask you, if you, if the person you care most about, your mom, your father, if they're laying there in a hospital bed and I have a potential treatment, a treatment other doctors and nurses are using and using successfully. And this treatment, it's available and I could give it to them. And instead I say, Nope, not allowed. In fact, we're banning it. No one's allowed to give it to them. Am I somehow less evil than the piece of trash who gunned down these two New York city police officers? Why? Because it's done with nice words and official letters because it's done by hospitals and doctors and pharmaceutical boards, all the all the good people, all the smart people. How is that less evil? How is it less evil to have? I mean, look, someone popular, famous Joe Rogan treats his coronavirus with ivermectin. Again, I'm not touting ivermectin. I don't know. But a lot of people I trust say it daggone well works. He uses it, says it works. And this was the response from the people who supposedly are looking out for you.
3: It blows my mind that Joe Rogan just yesterday
5: admitted to taking ivermectin.
4: Ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses. CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer.
5: Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock.
4: Rogan said the word ivermectin, yes, that's the deworming medicine made to kill parasites and farm animals. Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer?
1: So things are clearly bad. But they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead
4: are swallowing horse paste.
0: Wait, 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 wait a second. He, he said that he got better because he ate he said cattle dewormer. dewormer.
4: They must know that that's a lie. You have individuals like Joe Rogan, for example, who uh, who don't want to take an experimental vaccine, but will take horse dewormer.
1: Well, 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 well if well, it is well. an old horseworm Rogan. <laughs>
3: Ivermectin is often used to deworm livestock.
4: Ivermectin, apparently given to deworm animals. It's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Joe Rogan, uh, he came down with COVID. He says he says he's been taking the uh, livestock dewormer. Uh, ivermectin they lied what did and they said say? i was taking horse dewormer ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer they keep saying i'm taking horse dewormer i literally got it from a doctor you know no, doctors doctor right. say it. doctors say you could take it for humans yeah but not for coronavirus he may
1: not have gotten it from the feed supply store but it's the same compound why is that less evil
2: which brings me, I told you I had an even darker point, and then I swear we're going to move off this because I have to get to this Biden crime family story. Golly, this family is so freaking dirty. Before, before I get to that, though, I, I, I want to get to this point. Okay, you don't trust your institutions. You should not trust your institutions. Not only don't you trust them, you shouldn't trust them. I, I, look, that's where we are right now as a nation. You should not trust the FBI. You should not trust the FDA. You, you, should all these groups. I could go down the list on and on and on. You should not trust them. And I want you. I want to be clear. I don't take any pleasure in saying that. I think that sucks. I think you, an American, should have an FBI you can trust. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes. You should overall trust them as a nonpartisan law enforcement agency. You do not have that anymore. You should have an FDA you can trust. Just tell me what foods and drugs are safe and which aren't. That. That's a basic part of living in America. A CDC, you should have a Center for Disease Control that can be trusted. Okay, what's the threat level? What should I do about it? You don't. You absolutely do not. I hope you're already there or you're way behind the eight ball, ball, but you should be at a place where you don't trust them. Okay? We don't trust them. So what's that mean? Well, this is the dark part, and this, this part hurts. Honestly, this sucks. But I'm going to say it. It means we're in the final stages is what it means. Now, I don't know what final stages means, and I'm not here to tell you America's going to disappear next year. I'm not not saying something crazy like that because I know it's, it's fun to joke about calling myself the Oracle, but I don't have a crystal ball. What I do have, though, is history books, lots of them. I consume them ravenously like you probably do, too, or at least you listen when I talk about it. And I have studied empire after empire after empire after empire on the world stage. And I'm telling you, when the people, when the population of any empire, it doesn't matter the form of government, king, republic, it does not matter. When the population of a nation, when they view the institutions of that nation as being untrustworthy, corrupt, and illegitimate, well... I know you can't see this. You can probably hear it. That's me tapping my watch. It's just only a matter of time then. Because now now things will descend from here. Because there's no way, there's no way, well, I should, I take that back. There's one way. But there's almost no way for institutions who've lost the trust of the people to gain that trust back from the people. Instead, the most common theme throughout history, and you're actually seeing this now in this country, the most common theme is double down, triple down. Just get more and more corrupt. Just get more naked about it. Just get more in people's faces about it. Ha, 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 peasant, look at us. We're ripping you off. We're doing you wrong at every turn. Ha, ha, ha. What are you going to do about it? That's what they do. It's, it's human nature. When you're so deep in the corruption, you can't get out of it. The only way, the only way to reverse this and get out of it is this. The institutions who've given up trust, they must be held to account. People must be put on trial. They must be put on trial publicly. And the institutions themselves must show public contrition and a commitment to changing directions. Without that, there is no saving it. Without the FDA stepping up and saying, we have been corrupt and wrong. We have done things that have gotten people killed. We are cleaning out the bad. We are completely reforming how we're doing things, and we are having a renewed commitment to do better. The FBI, same statement. IRS, same statement. DOJ, same statement. Without that statement from the institutions a country relies on, well, final stages it is. Where it goes from here, I don't know, but it's nowhere good. Speaking of naked corruption, Oh, you're going to want to hear this Biden story in just a second. But look, this is this is the era where you need to make sure you're looking out for yourself is what I'm saying. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Think for yourself. I've told you before about hero, about the hero gun, the non-lethal gun. Uh, you need to get one of those. You need to get one of those for your spouse. You need to get one of those for that daughter you're sending off to college. Yes, it's non-lethal, but it doesn't require a concealed carry permit. It shoots these pepper balls that are debilitating, has a laser sight. You don't have to be some Navy SEAL to use it, and it saves lives. It saves lives. I keep one. I have a bunch of weapons, and I keep one.
0: Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE for a special discount. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
2: Kelly show. And yes, I'm going to get to your calls here in a second. I'm going to get to the Biden story here in a second. Oh, I stuck my foot in my mouth again. I am famous for this. I'm going to give you a little foot and mouth story here in a second. I'm going to get to this Biden story real quick in the phone calls because I promised it to you. Headline is red handed. Six million dollar Biden family deal was with Ye, Xiaming, I, don't, I don't speak that, who had ties to the spy linked United Front Group, a Chinese global energy company linked to a Chinese intelligence operation sent close to six million dollars to Hunter Biden in 2017. That's according to a new book called Peter Swiser called Red Handed. This family is so filthy, and we sent these dirt balls to the White House, these murderers to the White House, because he didn't have mean tweets. Gosh, it ticks me off. All right, I'm going to get to the story about my foot in my mouth, but I'm to clear out these phone lines real quick, because I made a promise to you I would. Also, don't forget, TV show is tonight on the first TV. Every single night, I have a TV show, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I was fired up something fierce tonight. Patricia in Washington, go.
6: Um, I, I totally believe that it is a conspiracy that they are trying to endanger the entire population for the good of this stupid COVID vaccine. I didn't believe that at first, that I got COVID in the fall of 2020, and I could not get anybody to give me any medication or my daughter who has comorbidities. I'm 66 in a heart condition. I did end up in the hospital. And when they discharged me a couple of days later, they said, you'll be back. It's going to get in your lungs. No medication, just anticoagulants. Um, I had long COVID. In February, nine more members of my family got it. I was pretty sure I had antibodies. And I went over and, you know, tried to help them as much as I could. We haven't had any PSAs saying, you know, take vitamins, have a pulse ox on hand. You know, as soon as this happens, you better get yourself in. They just wait until you're practically critical. They will not give you ivermectin. They will not give you hydroxychloroquine. And I'm in a blue state, so they never would give us that. But I know for a fact that they won't. Um, I have a daughter that works at the hospital. When my son-in-law was dying of of this and on a ventilator, I begged them to let me give him a, a transfusion. It took them 10 days, and they finally got permission to give him monoclonals. It was too late. And, and they don't care. It's like some kind of agenda. The only thing they talk about is the vaccine. And before I realized it didn't work, I was thinking, well, why aren't they saying about other things? I mean, why do we have to wait? I had measles before they had measles vaccines, and I nearly went blind. I lost my eyesight. But but nobody closed the school down. Nobody said, oh, gee, you know, isolate that kid and cut off her insurance.
2: Hmm. Excellent, excellent phone call. And I'm sorry about your son-in-law, ma'am. It is evil. It is flat-out evil. Chris in New York, or sorry, Chris in New York, go.
7: Jesse, thanks. Uh, I say not only are they not less evil than the ax murderer, in fact, they're more evil because they put on a persona of good. Does the ax murderer walk around the neighborhood and gain everyone's trust? before he walks in and kills
4: mm-hmm. somebody
7: you know mm-hmm. we go to them for help and you know they put on a smile and a lab coat and we're supposed to believe everything you know because that's not our job and you know we take it for granted mm-hmm. and i feel like they took it you know very evil
2: it's hard to argue with that point it is it is hard to argue with that point jacqueline in brooklyn go
8: thank you jesse um Your two last callers are right on the nose, and I would only add one thing to what they said before I make my point. In my opinion, I think the powers that be want as many of us to die as possible. And although I certainly don't have the answer as to why, my opinion, once again, is it supports Obama's plan to fundamentally transform America. And the answer to your rhetorical question is, of course, there really is no difference between those scenarios that you had mentioned as far as uh taking uh, an innocent or victim of circumstance human's life um and i know you must be aware of this in new york state on december 27th uh, the new york state department of health no less determined that certain risk factors must be present for a patient to receive new anti-covid treatments and i quote you have to be non-white race or Hispanic Latino ethnicity.
2: Good grief! Thank you for the phone call, Jacqueline. That almost sounds like... Gosh, what is that? What is Chris? What is that term? Starts with an S. Systemic racism. That's the word. That's the word. Man, I remember. I heard that word so much. No, no, you can't have this treatment. You're white. That definitely sounds like we're we're in a very healthy place as a country. Jay in St. Louis, go boss.
7: Uh, Thanks for taking the call. Just wanted to bring up a couple of salient points. One, you're a leader and you're a thought leader. Uh, I think you're ready to take Russia's role someday. Uh, Next item is the transplant business. There is no randomized control trial suggesting that the vaccine is better for transplant patients. However, they are immunocompromised, and I can understand the reason why they want a vaccine for the transplant guy. Um, The third point I want to make is that Biden is creating some form of political genocide here, and we go to different countries, send our troops to go fight these dictators. We have a dictator in our own country who's trying to kill off his own uh, people.
2: You can yell at Jay about what he just said. Uh, We send people to other countries, but you tell me. The Biden administration just pointed at Florida, the state they hate, because they've gone total freedom Florida that's been wildly successful treating COVID, they pointed at Florida and they said, nope, no more monoclonal antibodies. Someone give me a better explanation other than Joe Biden is trying to kill his political opponents. There isn't one. Don't bother. All right, that's enough enough heaviness. We'll come back to this in just a minute. I have to get to this story. Uh, I stuck my foot in my mouth big time. Over the weekend, sometimes... I've done this so many times in my life. I've told you the story. You remember the story about about the tummy tuck thing? If you don't, maybe I'll tell it later on in the show. But I'm going to solicit phone calls here in a second. So just just clear the phone lines out because we're about to have some fun tonight. Because you're about to laugh at my expense and now everyone's going to laugh at yours. So this weekend, this past weekend, it was Saturday. I was downstairs with the wife, hanging out with the wife, the youngest, my youngest son, Luke, he's 11. He comes downstairs and we're all just gabbing as a family. We're all just sitting there talking, just sitting around the living room. And all of a sudden the wife goes, oh, geez, and like kind of like waves at her face or something. And then she's like pulling her shirt out like you would if you were really, really hot and trying to air it out and then slapping it. And I'm saying, okay, okay, what? Geez, what? And she says, she says, oh my goodness, and reaches in and pulls out this little bug. I think it was a little gnat. And she says, a bug just flew down my shirt and I killed him in my bra. I wasn't thinking, I am honest, I wasn't thinking. I didn't, uh, I just wasn't thinking to which I said, wow, not a bad way to die. And immediately my youngest bursts into hysterical laughter. She starts yelling at me. Are you kidding me, Jess? He's right here. What's wrong with you? But wait, it actually gets worse. Oh, wait, Chris, it gets somehow worse than that. She goes over to the kitchen. He, Luke is laughing so hard. I think he's about to collapse. He's laughing so hard. He's holding his chest at this point in time. She is staring daggers into me and trying to talk to him. And tell him, (laughs) she's trying to give him this lecture of, son, let me tell you about respecting women, unlike your father does and all this other stuff. And so he tries, he turns around as he's laughing and says, yeah, dad, how'd you like to die like that? To which I said, well, that wouldn't be the end of the world. And again, she freaks out again. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Oh gosh. All right. All right. So... With that, I'm going to, get to, I'm going to get to this story about education system here in a second. But I'm going to ask you, what's the worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth in your life? But remember, these are the rules for the Jesse Kelly Show. This is not like other shows. Do not tell me hi. Do not tell me thanks for taking the call. Dude, I realize these are new rules. We have a bunch of new listeners, so I'm just updating everybody. Nobody wants to hear us small talk. I'm not going to thank you for calling. No, how are you? No, love the show. Nothing. When I I go to you, launch into your point like a rocket. Immediately get right to the point and hammer it out. And at some point in time, the line is going to go dead. Your phone call didn't drop. Don't worry. Your pure talk phone would never drop you. I hung up on you. Everyone gets hung up on at some point in time. You can take it as as insulting or not, but eventually it's simply time to move on. No one wants to hear us have a phone conversation. But what we do want to hear is the worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth. And I'll make you a deal. If you deliver a few funny stories tonight about the worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth, I will deliver the all-time worst one you've ever heard, courtesy of me. You thought that one was bad? Oh, wait, I have one much, much worse. 877-377-4373, 877-377-4373, 877-377-4373, 877-377-4373, what's the worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth? Now, let's talk about something good. It's been a heavy show. It's been a heavy show. That's why we're trying to lighten it up a little bit. Let's, it's, let's talk about something good. Let's talk about the fact, you know how much I hate medication. I I, I do not like putting chemicals in my body. I'll do it. I, I understand medications help people. They save lives. I do not like putting chemicals in my body. I hate taking allergy medication. I've had to take it most of my life. I don't even own allergy medication anymore because of an Eden Pure Thunderstorm that was recommended to me by a friend. I always had the air purifiers. I was always complaining about my eyes being itchy. It drove me crazy told me about this Eden Pure Thunderstorm. I pull it out of the box. It's just this little black thing. You plug it into the wall. It's real quiet. And I thought, oh, gosh, what's this little thing going to do? It's amazing. It's amazing. I went out and bought two more. I own three of them now. You can own three. And because I own three, they have a deal on a three-pack for my listeners. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the code JESSE3. That's Jesse and the number three. EdenPureDeals.com code Jesse three that saves you two hundred dollars on a three pack.
1: Feeling a little stocky. Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly
2: show, and I'm going to get to your phone calls in a second. Of what is? the worst you've ever stuck your foot in your mouth and remember if you deliver and make us all laugh a couple times I will give you the grand poohbah of dumbest things you've ever said but look Chris if you wouldn't mind uh, Jen Saki was asked what does Joe Biden do all day because I want you to keep in mind the president of the United States well, well you you know this I'm not insulting your intelligence he's supposed to be busy but he's also... He publicizes his schedule. This is not something that's kept private. Okay, he's got an 8.15 breakfast with here, meeting with the ambassador of this. Here, he's flying to Florida to do this. That's what the president does. There are several days, several, where Joe Biden doesn't have anything on the official schedule. Nothing. No one knows where he is. And most days, he has one thing. It'll be some meeting at, usually in the morning, wonder why, president sundowner usually in the morning and then he's gone and when the whole country thinks the president has dementia is and is in failing health what is asked here is a perfectly reasonable question
8: the president has nothing on his schedule today aside from the pdb can you shed any light on, on how he's spending his day
3: Uh, Well, let's see. Um, This morning, I think he had some policy meetings, uh, also a PDB meeting. Um, He um, later this afternoon, uh, I think, is doing some remarks review. Uh, There are some days that we spend some time uh, doing internal meetings and discussions uh, with policy experts, with policy leaders. um, And that's that's what's happening today.
2: You know what that sounds like? I'll tell you what that sounds like. That sounds like the wife taking off to go spend the day volunteering and do charity work. And I decide I just feel like staying home for the day. And I spend the day I go out, I go golfing with my buddies, have a couple beers, come home, fire up a World War II documentary of some kind, maybe invite my buddy Luis over, we have a couple bourbons, and then she calls on the way home, and I say, Luis, get out of here. And she walks in and she said, what did you do all day? Well, look, there were lots of meetings and we had some reviews. There was some high level reviewing going on and we had meetings here. Everything is a lie. President Joe Biden, because of what his FDA did, is officially a murderer. And this administration, there are a bunch of liars. Everything is a lie. Absolutely every single thing. And it is... Like I said, I didn't want to get too dark when I, when, I, when I went into this, but the truth is this. The American people increasingly are losing faith in their institutions. They're losing faith in their institutions. This is not just uh, uh, something that has happened here. Throughout history, people and countries have lost faith in their institutions towards the end. It ends the nation. It ends the nation. Remember, this is something governments always seem to get wrong, whether they're kings, republics, or whatever. In the end, I don't even care if you're an all-powerful dictator. You only get to sit there with enough consent from the governed. At some point in time, you're not powerful enough to stop the tide. Or maybe a foreign power comes in, and the people who you're expecting to be with you, maybe they... Maybe they aren't with you anymore. I don't know. I don't know what the specifics are, but I do know this, and I know this for an absolute fact. When nations get to the point where a large enough percentage of the population distrusts the institutions that hold up the nation, the nation is not long for this world, and everything is a lie. No, you can't take this treatment. No, you can't take that treatment. Oh, no, the president's really be really busy. He's got uh 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 meetings and uh pol- policy meetings. Uh a lot of reviews from leaders, very very important leader leader people. 8773774373 Let me remind everyone before I go to the phones. I'm particularly worried about this because of the subject. I am not a good person and I've never claimed to be but this is now and always will be a family show parents can leave on with their kids in the room that is important to me my kids listen everything out there is trash on tv and radio everything's garbage down you have to monitor everything i swore to myself i would never do a show that way as much fun as we have remember that when you're telling your story okay look you can you can toe the line just make sure you remember Kids are listening. Pat in San Diego, go.
8: Okay, I was doing medical billing and following up on delinquent accounts, and I called an Asian family and got the father on the phone. Their last name was Long, L-U-O-N-G. And I kept asking him about this bill, and he kept interrupting me. And finally, after about a minute, I said, is your Peter Long? And everybody in the office whipped their head around and looked at me, and I went, oops. Sorry, I forgot the word
2: son. <laughs> okay. All right, Tom, go ahead. Well,
7: I don't know if I can actually say this one on the air, but I was 30 years ago, I was with my ex-wife, and our daughter was being born, and they were cleaning up afterwards and stitching her up, and I just turned around and asked the doctor to hit, keep stitching for me, will you?
2: Oh, she's This is a disaster so far. Johnny in Jersey, go ahead. So
7: right before Christmas, my daughter comes down with the COVID. Ruined my plans. I had all kinds of packages I wanted to deliver into the city. And I had to look out. Her mom used to be a dime, but over the last decade, she had her fair share of bonbons and jelly donuts. So I said to her, I said, listen, you got to watch yourself. You're a little bit overweight. And boom, the phone clicked. Two minutes later, my daughter calls me up. She says, my mom never wants to talk to you again. You called her fat. And I'm like, I didn't. I just told her she was a little overweight and she needs to watch out for herself. And
2: Johnny, how did you think that was going to go? Have you met a lot of women who are, who are pretty receptive to the you're a little overweight thing? Oh, you savages. alright seven seven four three seven three. The worst you've ever stuck your foot in your mouth. I'm going to talk to Tiana Lowe about the economy next and then back to that. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and joining me now is Tiana Lowe. She is, of course, commentary writer for The Washington Examiner and contributor to The First TV, the same place you can find yours truly. Tiana, you're one of the only people I know who actually cares about the debt. No one talks about it. It's not sexy. I mean, there's a million other sexy things in the news. No one wants to talk about the debt. But as I watch us saber rattle again about some war, I do think about the fact that We don't have any money to prosecute a war.
5: No, it's not only do we not have any money, but, you know, unlike two and a half years ago, we don't have the pro-growth policies to sort of pace us out of inflation. So we can't borrow. No one wants to uh, lend to us currently because they know that there are much more stable reserve currencies. Uh, Xi Jinping has not made any secret about the fact that he wants to become the world's reserve currency, and uh, unfortunately, President Putin brain hasn't done much to uh, consolidate uh, faith in our commitment to to if we were going to do something in Ukraine. Why would you look at the fall of Kabul and think that we were actually going to commit to do anything? Um, but yeah, no, I mean the debt. I mean, yeah, the debt is really the issue, and that's why we're having the inflation problem that we're having because we cannot sustain this level of quantitative easing and this uh, you know fiscal expansion.
2: Tiana. I- Will you explain to everybody, mostly me, because I'm the one who doesn't get it, the different currencies? Why, why do so many people traffic in the dollar as their main currency when that's not their currency, but these people choose this currency? What, what are you talking about with the different currencies?
5: So, I mean, in the simple terms, mm-hmm. it's the fact because after World War II and the Bretton Woods Agreement, the U.S. dollar was the dollar that was just simply exchanged and used for global trade. You know, but now, I mean, most most dollars are digital. That's true of most foreign currencies. That's not even a Bitcoin type thing. Um, you know, the U.S. dollar has been the world's reserve currency for 70-something years since the end of World War II. Before that, it was the pound. Before that, it was the franc. Usually, um, a nation's currency just doesn't last that long. And, you know, we've played fast and loose with devaluing our dollar in the hopes of – you know, propping up a bunch of asset bubbles. What's going on with the stock market right now is not a surprise to anyone who's been paying attention to the Fed has juiced these markets since the end of the Great Recession, basically to make it seem like the recovery of after the Great Recession in those like, you know, middle Obama years were, was better than it was actually going. And it just wasn't. And so the main thing that China's doing very effectively is with their Belt and Road Initiative, where they are, they are using Chinese dollars, they're using Chinese currency to allocate as they as they you know develop quite literally roads infrastructure all these things and i mean africa is being recolonized you're seeing the middle east to extent, to an extent being colonized by the chinese because they put them in this debt and they make them use you know the chinese one as their as their primary currency. And it's easy to do, especially when you have the sort of hyperinflation you know, that we are trying to avoid in places like Rwanda and places like Zimbabwe, where they're already using – you know, in Zimbabwe right now, the Zimbabwe dollar is no longer in effect. It's, they use U.S. dollar, Russian rubles, euros, and now increasingly Chinese won.
2: Good grief. All right, Tiana, explain this to me then. Why do American politicians still print and spend so recklessly? And I can't even put this, honestly, sadly, I can't even put this on one party. I can't put it even on presidents or Senate or Congress. All of them, virtually all of them have printed money and gotten in on this game where we just blow through money as if trees grow to the sky. And anyone with you, I have a basic understanding of this, and even I know that's not how that works. And yet we've just been so reckless as if there will never be consequences. Why?
5: Yeah, I mean, the most fiscally responsible president in my entire life is Bill Clinton. You know, it's not like It's not like W was was some paragon of fiscal conservatism. And, you know, Trump, Trump was a great businessman. He wasn't a finance man. So Trump saw what what the Fed did during the Obama years, which is keep rates at near zero during the longest bull market in history, which is something no one should ever do. Think about if you're if you're a lender at a bank, why would you why would you let people borrow money for free? And then when Trump came into office, you know, the Fed started hiking rates, which was the correct move. But then Trump said, why did Obama get the free stimulus? Keep it low for me. Um, and then, you know, rates rates were about to increase and then coronavirus hit. And as and as I will always eat my own owl, you were correct about about, you know, 15 days to slow the spread being wrong. I, I fully will admit that I was stupid enough to believe that that's all it was going to be. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> and obviously we can't we can't. Put that genie back in 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 the lamp now. But going forward, we've wiped out small business. We have bailed out Wall Street even more, bailed out these major companies to keep the stock market high over the last two years. That's both Trump and Biden. Just print, print, print. Hand this money yeah. in there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not assigning blame to that. But now we're at the point where they have to stop printing money, right, Tiana? I mean, they yeah. have to. There's no way we're going to avoid hyperflation, hyperinflation, if they don't.
5: No, because I mean, so Jesse, I don't think, uh, I doubt you. You were, I don't even know if you were alive for the Volker era. I doubt it. But you know that. So after the years of Carter stagflation, they had interest rates higher than this. Interest rates were about like at five percent, and inflation. So our current inflation is the same inflation of 1982, which was the peak of the Volker recession. He forced the Fed to raise rates because that's the only way you can cut back on this sort of inflation. And that was before we had this quantitative easing, which is, you know, the, what they did after the Great Recession was quantitative, was quantitative easing was in, was unprecedented. And so what, you know, our parents went through in, you know, the end of the 70s and the beginning of the 80s in terms of the Fed making cash very expensive, making investments very expensive, a lot of unemployment just to make sure that people's savings weren't wiped out with inflation because it is the most you know, vile tax on the ordinary working class, it will make the Volcker era look like a walk through a garden of tulips <sighs> because they're going to have to do it. You, you cannot do 10 years of 0% interest while also doing massive quantitative easing, and especially after, as, as you correctly point out, and I'm always going to give you credit for this, Jesse, you don't shut down, you know, the world's economic engine, and expect that things are going to just go back to how it how how it was
2: before. No, yeah. well, appreciate it, but it, I mean, done does do any good now. This is what we got. Again, speaking with Tiana Lowe, uh, commentary writer for Washington Examiner, contributor to the First. Okay, Tiana. Okay, so let's assume interest rates are going to go up, as you as you just pointed out. Beyond the fact, you know, I I can't go down and get a car because I can't afford the interest on it. What impact am I, I? I know high interest rates are bad. I'm not an idiot, but I am too dumb to see beyond five inches in front of my face. What impact on the economy does it have when interest rates go sky high?
5: So, the main thing is going to, so it, it will start off like a lot like 08 in the sense of, you know, people can no longer, banks are not going to be issuing, you know, good mortgages for home purchases, right? In a lesser sense, I don't think you and I are going to think it's bad, but, like, it's going to be harder to get uh, loans for going to college. And I think you and I both admit mm-hmm. that at this point, higher education is so broken that might not be, like, the worst thing in the world. <laughs> um, but the tri- but but the issue is that after the Great Recession, you know, so the Great Recession was caused a lot by them, them packaging together the subprime mortgages. And, you know, we bailed them out. The American people bailed them. Uncle Sam bailed them out. Taxpayers bailed them out. And then – what the Fed said was, all right, so what if we repackage some prime, you know, loans of any kind, but what if we did it with corporate debt? And what if we had corporate, you know, collateralized debt obligations, but with, but with, but with you know, bad business deals? And that's what we have right now. And that's why, you know, why in 2019, Powell put those interest rates back down to zero, because that house of cards is beginning to fall. And so there's no way to go but down. You go to countries like Switzerland, Japan that have negative interest rates currently, and they do not have the inflation that we have. So the issue is that there won't be any investment capital. If you're trying to start a business, if you're trying to get a loan to, you know, put a down payment on a property for yourself for your business, um, fixed, co- fixed cost, variable costs in a business, you don't have that. You don't have that um, for schools, and it just it will it will have a trickle down effect <sighs> of. Um, of everyone who you know, it, it,
7: these.
5: I mean, what you're seeing right now at the grocery stores—that's a start of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what you're what you see when you're trying to get a car because of the supply chain crisis—that's a part of it. But it will just be slower and slower and slower to the point where you know you want to pick up a couch, you want to order something off of Amazon. All of these things become more expensive because offering a loan, you know, the, per, the 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 creditor is taking on a risk. A creditor wants to make sure they get a return on their investment and people won't be able to pay them back. So they ask for more and more collateral, and it's only going to be people who could afford to lose their investment.
2: Tiana Lowe, thank you so much. Appreciate you.
5: Thank you, Jesse. You know you're my favorite.
2: She's awesome. She's awesome. Look, told you she was sharp as can be. It's it's uh, hell, That was a little dark. You know what? We're going back to the phones, Chris. And remember, if you deliver a couple more, I'll tell you an even worse story. 8773774373 what's the worst you ever put your foot in your mouth now i told you about this my own story in case you missed it you're going to have to catch the podcast but we try to, we try to do the best we can to guide our kids i i am not some great example of that but we try part of that is i look for help because i know i'm not i i know i'm not a great example of it One of the things we've found that's been a goldmine for us is Annie's Genius Box. If you have kids aged 7 to eleven, seven to 12 in that area, look this out. Look this up. They send a box every single month. The box contains activities. So your kid loves it. It's like it's Christmas every month, only the activities are cool to him or her. He's building robots or, or examining fossils, but he's learning critical thinking skills and the way things work. Be more purposeful with how you raise your kids. I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. I love when I find stuff like this. Go to Annie's Kit slash radio and you'll save 75%. Annie's Kit Clubs.com slash radio. The Jesse, Ke- Jesse Kelly show. Hey, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing can be found on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. They put a podcast up of it after the show. It's 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 all on there. If if that rattled you a little bit about inflation and what's coming in the Jimmy Carter years, this no that that's that's why I tell you about Oxford Gold Group all the time. That's why I say it. I don't want to be – I'll try to never, ever be a prepper guy, too hardcore, dig a bunker, and, and I'm not going to be that. But the truth is you should have some water. You should have some food set aside. You should have some ammunition. And having some gold, I mean, honestly, that might be priority one. Have some gold. Have something of some value they can't destroy with the printing machine. Oxford Gold Group will deliver gold to your front door. Just stash it in your safe. Forget it's there. Eight three three nine nine five 995 gold I genuinely, be- I hope on hope that you never have to use it. Just call Oxford and tell them Jesse told you to call. They make it easy. They'll get you set up. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Chris, did you hear what our uh, our genius national security advisor said Do these people even hear themselves? When you listen to this, I just want you to understand 2 million, that's how many illegal immigrants came into this country last year, and that's undershooting it. Listen to this guy. Why should Americans
1: care about what's happening in Ukraine? Uh, Because it it goes to a very fundamental principle of of all nations, which is that our borders uh, should be inviolate, that
4: our sovereignty uh, should be respected.
2: Hmm. Isn't it so funny how how worried they are about everyone's border but our own. It is It is interesting, isn't it? Jim in St. Louis, what's the worst you ever put your foot in your mouth?
7: Well, it was my wedding reception, and I ran into a neighbor that I hadn't seen in about 10 to 12 years. He was married, and uh, my new bride and I said hello to him, making the rounds, and I said, oh, hey, congratulations. I understand you guys are getting ready to have a baby. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, she had it four weeks ago. Oh. When I saw her, her, she looked like she was pregnant, ready to have the child. And unfortunately, she had already had the baby.
4: Oh, Jim, I'm sorry. Oh,
2: jeez, that's terrible. That That is not good. That is not good. Fred in Pennsylvania, Go.
7: Okay, Jesse, so I was at the home of a, with my boss, at the home of a very beautiful uh, homeowner that uh, we were looking for a problem um, with her gas well. Mm -hmm. And he was in one room, you know, speaking to the homeowner, and I was looking around and found the problem. I came back in to to address her, and she looks up and she says, "Uh, did you find the problem? It was a a bad three-way valve, and I looked at her square in the eye and said, yeah, you need a three-way
2: I'm sorry, Fred. That sucks. Oh, gosh. Kim in Washington, go.
8: So I'm a science teacher, and when I was teaching ninth grade a couple years ago, I was trying to uh, kind of convey to the kids how big, the, how vast the animal kingdom is. And for some reason, I was talking in first person, and I was like, so I've got elephants, and I've got insects and i've got worms and i've got crabs and then i went no i don't and of course half the kids aren't listening and half the kids are and so the kids that are listening are rolling and i had a co-teacher in the back who was on the floor literally hysterical And because you're like what and i was like never mind let's let's just stop this lesson and move on <laughs> i was so embarrassed
2: i'm sorry kim i got crabs oh, wait what <laughs> mark and san diego go so years
7: ago, I'm in the police academy, and um, I was just kind of like off my side, lost, and thought about something—a conversation my mom and I had had uh, that morning. And all of a sudden, somebody comes up behind me and says, "You know, calls my name," and I, I turn around. And I'm like, "Yes, ma'am," and it's my lieutenant. And he just looks at me. that? <sighs> his, his eyes just kind of glaze over around, shakes his head
2: and walked away. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't imagine how many push-ups you did for that. Mark, in Idaho, what's the worst you ever put your foot in your mouth?
7: I'm originally from Iowa. I'm a construction superintendent. I was doing some project back there at Iowa State University. And if you grew up in Iowa, you understand there are two Division I schools in Iowa, the University of Iowa and Iowa State And there's one football team in Iowa, and they reside in Iowa City at the University of Iowa.
4: Oh, oh boy.
7: So I'm on the Project Pursuit team pitching an extension of the cooling towers on the north end of Kinnick Stadium. And we're down to the final three companies bidding chasing this job. And so I think I'll sweeten them up a little bit, talk about how it's great to be back here on this side of the state. I've been working on that the other side of the state where they have that putrid red and gold mascot, you know, and 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 kind of greasing them up a little bit. And the construction manager on the client's project team says, "I graduated from the Iowa State School of Engineering."
2: Oh gosh, no! <laughs> That's terrible. she's oh, Tracy in Washington. Go
6: teaching preschool skate here at a local rink a few years back and uh, it's drop-in so people are coming and going, I never know how many numbers, who's going to really show or not show and a new family shows up with a new kiddo and I'm just shooting the breeze, getting to know my new family and I referred to mom as grandma and it turns out I was wrong I was so wrong Oh Oh, no, it was her mom? I heard about it Yes (laughs)
2: Uh, Mike in Idaho tell me this is clean Mike
7: oh it's very clean let's say a large church bus going to a Sunday school convention full of Sunday school teachers my wife and I had just started dating at the time I had chap lips we were in the back of the van and she used it on her lips and then she put the stuff her it was Carmex puts it back into her purse, and we're all lovey-dovey. We're looking at each other, and I announce boldly, can I have your cervix? Oh,
2: no, on the church bus. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, uh, I am going to get some more of these. 877-377-4373. I do have to tell you what they're trying to do to every public school in America first. We're going to address that. And yes, I'm gonna give you another embarrassing story as well as yours. You have earned it. All that is coming up in just a second. Hang on. That it's true that all the things that I do
0: will come back to me in my sweet- Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
2: Jesse Kelly show final hour of the Jesse Kelly show. Oh my goodness. Yes, Chris, check your watch final hour. You realize, you know, the reason you didn't realize it was the final hour, Chris, because time flies when you're having fun. Okay. And as long as you're with me, you're having fun. What Chris, you know, it's true. You know, it's true. No, look in case you missed it at the beginning of the show. I, I mean, for the first hour of the show, I admit it was a little heavy. It was a little heavier than, than we normally do. But I really, I, I went off about, in response to the Biden administration, stopping the monoclonal antibodies in Florida. I mean, basically just, just saying, getting the FDA to say, well, no, not authorized anymore. Purposely getting people killed. I went on an hour-long rant, it's worth going to get if you didn't catch it, about, How evil these people are, how truly evil our system is now. We have medical professionals. We have politicians in this country pointing to people and saying, no, go die on purpose, causing their death intentionally. And I said in the beginning, and I mean it, tell me the difference between walking in uh, your mother's house with an ax to kill her in the middle of the night Or denying her a treatment that could save her life for political reasons. I don't understand why one is considered more evil than the other. I consider them all to be the height of evil. And this administration, they just don't care.
1: Secondly, the FDA yesterday withdrew the EUA for some monoclonal antibody treatments because they don't work against Omicron. But Florida continues to push for the treatment for people in the state. What's your response to Governor Santis?
3: Well, let's just take a step back here just to realize how crazy this is a little bit. Um, We've approached uh, COVID treatments like filling a medicine cabinet. We're not relying on one type, one brand, or treatment. We invested in and continue to buy a variety across monoclonal antibodies, pre-exposure prevention therapies, and oral antivirals. What the FDA is making clear is that These treatments, the ones that they are fighting over, that the governor is fighting over, do not work against Omicron, and they have side effects. That is what the scientists are saying. We have sent them 71,000 doses of treatment.
2: It's a long way of them to lie about the fact they are once again, remember, this is not the first time that they're denying treatments that are saving people's lives. At the beginning of the pandemic, doctor after doctor after doctor was saying publicly, hey, I... I treat patients right now, coronavirus patients, with hydroxychloroquine, and they're getting better. I never said that. I'm not vouching for it. I'm not a doctor. Doctors were saying it. Doctors were saying. Doctors still in this country were saying, yeah, I prescribe ivermectin. There's a human version and an animal version. I prescribe the human version, and it, we've, we've seen it be very effective. Establishment after establishment after establishment. part after, Part of the system after part of the system decided these treatments that save lives must be stopped. That is evil. That is not wrong. That's not a different way to look at things. That's intentionally murdering people. All right, I'm going to get back to your calls about the worst you've ever put in your foot in your mouth, but I do have to get to this because I've been teasing it, and I, I, I keep forgetting. The American Federation of Teachers, you obviously know what that is. Guess who this? they just signed up with? They bought something called NewsGuard. Now, you probably have never heard of NewsGuard, so allow me to elaborate. It is, quote, a service that uses trained journalists to rate news and information sites, it will, also, it will now become available to millions of public students this week. Now, here's what's going on, and I've been warning you about this. You know I have. The coronavirus disaster, the disaster of the lockdowns and all that. Yes, it has been terrible. It's been awful. The 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 financial loss, the loss of life, the mental health of a nation, you name it, it's been awful. But it hasn't been without any bright spots. The bright spot of the coronavirus thing was kids started to get educated at home. And parents were watching over their kid's shoulder and they found out, a lot of teachers in this country are card-carrying communists teaching putrid things to children. Parents started getting involved. Parents started showing up at school board meetings, finding out about critical race theory. Parents started running for school board as they should, as you should do. They started running. These are good things. But as I've been warning, these communists are not going to be discovered and give up their most prized possession. The communists, the American communists' most prized possession, the thing he treasures above all else, if he had to give up everything and keep one thing, this is what he would keep. The American communists' most prized possession is his ability to teach your kids for seven, eight hours a day. He gets to take your kids from you and teach them to hate your guts and hate themselves, and hate their country. Nothing has aided the American communist more than this. Well, don't think just because some parents are showing up at school board meetings, he's going to give up the possession he prizes most in the world. They're going to find ways to push back. They are going to push back. We must rip education from the communists' hands at all costs. It must be our priority number one, two, three, four, five, and six. Period. All right, it's enough of that. Let's, get, let's let's laugh some more. The worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth, Mark in Hawaii. Go.
7: So I have three older sisters that are all straight A students. I'm getting ready to take a final, and my sister asked me what the final is about, and I explained to what it was. She goes, "Oh, I did that exact one two years ago." So I basically verbatim copied her essay and I got my thesaurus out. I put it I put all my new words in there and I go to get my test and uh result and he says, I got a C minus. And I said, Well why did I get C minus? And he goes, You tell me. I said, I don't understand. I worked really hard on this. He goes, Well your sister worked really hard and she got an a A hey. And he goes, And I gave you a C minus I gave you a C minus just because I know that you use a thesaurus. He goes, I'll give you a B if you can define all the words that you got from your <laughs> car or you keep your C minus. And I said, I'll keep
2: my C minus. <laughs> that's such a great story. <laughs> well, your sister worked really hard. That's why she got an A. <laughs> oh gosh. That's so good. Ben and Denver. Go.
7: Hi. Uh, that was a great one. Um, so I'm a senior project engineer for a chemical, uh, research firm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so this is about a dozen years ago. Uh, we had a uh, thirty people on shift. I was leading the shift, so I'm the whole team leader, right? And uh, so uh, this dime that was like twenty three years old, five foot seven, one hundred twenty five pounds, absolutely gorgeous young girl. Anyway, she was telling us about how uh, she has a whole bunch of gay guy friends, right? And that they had never actually. F- so she let them basically, f- for lack of a better.
2: It is, again, a family show. Do we have time to drop that, Chris? We just, just just, drop that part. Just drop that part. I want to clarify this again, and I'm not mad at you. I will not clarify this for every caller. I know I am a bad person. You may share that with me, but kids listen to this show. Kids. Families listen to it. You know how many emails we get from, from mothers who listen to this show while they're making dinner with their kids there? We have to always keep that in mind. This is, is now and always will be a family show, okay? Kelly in West Virginia, go.
6: Um, I'm an emergency room nurse, and I had a patient one night. that came into the ER, and she was dressed up. She had her hair done. She looked real beautiful. And I said, wow, you look really good tonight. Do you have a hot date? She said, No, I just came back from
1: the
6: funeral
2: home. my husband died. Oh no. Felt horrible. Felt oh, horrible. <laughs> oh gosh, that's terrible. All right. I'll get back to those in a minute. What's the worst you've ever put your foot in your mouth? Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. I do uh we are gonna have to we're gonna have to break away from the fun for a minute and get to a really ugly bit of business, a really ugly piece of news involving a, one of the refugees we brought here from Afghanistan. It's it's it, Like, you know what? Let's just get it out of the way now. This is, I, it, it makes me feel gross even having to talk about it, but I want to make sure everyone remembers. You, you do remember when we were leaving Afghanistan and the disaster, and I'm not going to get my blood pressure up again. I'm going to let all that go right now. But you remember... Part of the criticism of the Biden administration was uh, you just left all of our people behind. You left all of our civilians behind. What is wrong with you? And because the Biden administration has no idea what they're doing and had no idea how to get our people out, they tried to make up for this politically by just chucking a bunch of Afghanis on a plane and just dragging them to the United States of America. It's insane. The most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, I... I have the awful, awful results of that, and I will tell you that here in just a second. But th- that's actually a perfect segue into this. It is a dangerous world out there. And on the right, we like to talk about gun ownership a lot. I've got a bunch of guns. I've got a bunch of ammo and things like that, and I like that. But listen, rights and responsibilities go together. It is important for you and me to treat our weapon with respect and learn how to shoot it. Learn how to shoot it well. And to what you're probably saying right now, Jesse, but the cost of ammo, who can afford it? Man, I get it. I get it. It's been a little bit since I've been to the range, too. It's too expensive. Go get a Mantis X. When I tell you get a Mantis X, understand it attaches to your weapon, no matter your weapon. It's all done with your weapon on your phone. No ammunition. You practice in your home. You get feedback on your shooting in your home. It not only is a target thing; it trains you. Special Forces uses this. The Marine, the Marines in boot camp in Paris Island, they use Mantis X. This is what the professionals use. Use, and you won't spend a dime on ammunition. Go to MantisX.com and get one. Practice right there in your home, in your living room, at your dining room table. Get better. MantisX.com. All right, we'll be back. Jesse Kelly. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and I will tell you my story, and we'll get back to yours here in a few. Remember, you can email the show anything you want, your love, your hate, your death threats. All is welcome to jesse at com. This is uh, news that just got in, and it's so freaking disgusting. I... uh, just bear with me a second. I'll get to the actual story part of it. But you remember Afghanistan was falling. We left all the civilians behind. The Biden administration started taking a bunch of heat for it. So they started throwing just Afghan civilians in the back of planes and flying them to America. It was crazy. It was insane. Insane. And people, I I was as honest as I could be on the air. And I remember being able to tell you quite a bit about it at the time. But I knew a lot of the special forces guys who were over there. I just happened to be, I was never that, but those guys are way better than anything I ever was. I was a below average Marine, but just because of what I do and whatnot, I've gotten to know a lot of those guys. And so I was talking to a lot of those guys behind the scenes and they were telling me, Jesse, we are bringing some very bad people over to America. And I said, wait, what as prisoners? And they said, no guys. I know to be bad guys, are on these planes, surrounded by women and kids, and we're bringing them here in with everyone else. And I said, wow, that sounds bad. And they said, no, it's actually probably worse than you think. And I said, okay, what? What do you mean worse? They said, you must understand there are parts of Afghanistan's culture that are absolutely wretched. And because this is, as I've been saying tonight, a family show, there are parts I can't go into all the details of, but, I mean, there are, there are parts of Afghan's culture where boys, children, will put makeup on their faces and, and I mean, they'll, they'll basically go be servants is how I'm going to leave it for, for men. Uh, child brides, children, man, kids, that is not uncommon. Right now, you're squirming in your chair or you're revolted. Maybe you're turning off the radio. I wouldn't blame you, but that is that is part of it. That is part of it. There are parts of that culture that are absolute trash. And no, I don't have to be one of these people. I'll never be one of these people. Well, all cultures are equal. No, some cultures cultures are gutter trash. If your culture involves treating women and children like cattle, your culture sucks. All right? So we brought these people here. and and, Oh, gosh, I'm so grossed out. But I might as well say the headline is this. Afghan refugee convicted of sexually assaulting a three-year-old girl. And he claimed his behavior is permitted in his culture. 24-year-old Muhammad Tariq was found guilty of... uh, Remember, this took place on Quantico, on a Marine Corps base. The Marines caught him doing it. That's the reason he was busted. And this brings me back to all the problems they were having... In Europe, I want to remind you of something because a lot of people will remember, even if it's vaguely remember, you remember this huge refugee crisis they were having in Europe where you had all these refugees pouring in from Afghanistan and Syria and all these other places. And one thing that never got enough news here in, in the United States of America, because our media has decided it's their job to protect Muslims at all costs instead of just being honest about things. You can be honest without demonizing an entire religion. You can be honest about things. This was this was one of those things that was well-known, reported somewhat in Europe, although not widespread, but you can certainly go find the reporting on it. The Afghan refugees in particular were a major major problem in European nations a major problem the women there were simply any 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 European nation that took in a bunch of them the women were terrorized there absolutely terrorized and not only women there's another story I'm really not going to go into the details of I'm just just so revolted by the whole thing boys too Boys, public pools, you feel like doing a deep dive into it, go into it. It's just the most horrible stuff ever. This is why you must have leadership of your nation that loves your nation. This is why. Because if you truly love the United States of America, then you would never look at your citizens and say, hey, just get abused. You would never do that if you actually loved your country. I'm so grossed out and angry. A three-year-old girl, man. A three-year-old girl should have an army of men around her making sure she is never harmed by anybody. Instead, in some cultures, she's harmed by the men in that culture. And I just think that is the most vile, disgusting thing in the world. I cannot believe how terrible this administration has been. Cannot believe it. God, it's firing me up. Before I forget, I I have to remember, TV show was on tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. But if you want to know how to watch the first TV, it's on Pluto and all these different things. But you can just watch it on your phone or your smart TV or your app. It's in the App Store. Just go download the first TV app. It's free. The app's free. Watching the show's free. Go download the first TV app, and then you get to see my face. What, Chris? You get to see my face, which is a privilege for anybody. (laughs) All right. 877-377-4373. 877 What's the worst you've ever stuck your foot in your mouth? Mike in Oregon, go.
7: Yeah, so I'm in the operating room with my wife. She's getting a C-section. And I have a little curtain there, and you can't see what's going on. She said, what's going on? So I kept looking over the curtain. They kept telling me, sit down, sit down. Well, after a few times, the nurse finally says, sir, do you know how many fathers have passed out in this operating room watching this you got to sit down i said it's okay it's okay we live on a farm i've seen lots of pigs butchered
4: oh, oh gosh no
1: <laughs> uh, <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> oh no oh mike i wish should have kept him on the line so i could ask if he's still married <laughs> that's so terrible why Why are we like this? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, I've not forgotten I owe you a quick story. I'm going to give you my quick story because you delivered it. and I'll get back to yours here in just a second. 877-377-4373. And we are once again going to talk about this unvaccinated transplant patient who now apparently has to die. Gosh, it is so daggone unjust. The worst you've ever stuck your foot in your mouth. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Did I not tell you it was going to be a roller coaster of a night? The first hour was so dark. I was just talking about how evil Joe Biden is, how evil this administration is. When you're pulling life-saving treatments from people, you're evil. And I don't mean to isolate this, this just to Joe Biden, the medical community too. Lots of it. That is evil. If you have something that can save someone's life and you pull it away, you're a murderer. But then we move right from that into embarrassing things you've said, the worst you've ever stuck your foot in your mouth. We had Tiana Lowe halfway through the show, making us a lot smarter economically. It's a roller coaster right out here <laughs> with me, Jesse the Shogun Kelly, Chris. All right. I'm going to turn through as many of this as possible. I know I still owe you a story. All right. I haven't forgotten. Susie in New York, go. Hi. Uh, yes. Yeah, so my husband and I
8: were out dancing for New Year's Eve, and I'm – doing the whole dirty dancing thing, sliding my dress up all sexy and hot, and another man walks over and says, oh, yeah, show me your panties. And I said, I'm not wearing any.
2: Family show. It is. No, it's, it's all right. It, it, family show, guys. Family show. All right. April, go. Yeah,
8: years ago, I used to work for a veterinarian, and, and uh, we boarded animals. We had this... Elderly dog that had passed on while they, he was being boarded, so we had to put him in the freezer. Well, a couple weeks go by, I have to go in the back to get him because the owners are on their way, and I pull come up front with the dog, and I'm like, "Hey, does anybody want a popsicle?" Not realizing that the owners were literally in the next room. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh, that's terrible. I actually have, I was going to tell you a different story. I have a little mini one about that. Do you you remember, do you remember the movie Dumb and Dumber? We probably can't be friends unless you've seen the movie Dumb and Dumber. Do you remember they had a bird and the guy breaks in the apartment and he rips the bird's head off and then they come home and discover it and this is how it goes? Oh.
4: Oh man, I'm sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. His head fell off. Yeah,
2: he was pretty old. (laughs) So you remember that from Dumb and Dumber, right? Great scene. I was dating the wife, and she had a bird. Now, maybe you have a bird, so I'm going to be as nice as seemingly possible when I say this. You're weird. All right, I don't understand the point of owning a bird unless it's like a hawk and you get to watch it eat things and bring you stuff. But a bird, but either way, the wife had a bird. I don't know, some kind of little annoying rat bird. She, after the movie Dumb and Dumber, named the bird Petey. All right, in the movie Dumb and Dumber, the bird was named Petey. Her bird was named Petey. All right, we were dating and this is at a time – now, she's so jaded by this point in time, but this is at a time when she was like the animal-loving freak. I used to watch that woman shed tears driving by roadkill. Oh, the raccoon. You know what I'm talking about. You know someone like this. She calls one day. I'm, I'm coming home from work, and she calls, and she says, can you come over? Because I'm obviously going back to my place, not hers. And she says, can you come over? And I was like, why? What's going on? she's like – My bird, Petey, died. And then I just wasn't thinking, I just wasn't thinking, to which I asked, did his head fall off? And just the line just goes dead. The line goes absolutely dead. (laughs) So I've, look, I've been there, all right? I've been there. Ron in San Diego, go.
7: So we're at uh, Thanksgiving, this past Thanksgiving, and my niece's fiance is a, Middle East war vet, mm-hmm. and he's got a prosthetic from the knee down from an IED. So he's out in the yard playing with the dogs, and he steps in dog poop unknowingly, comes back down, and sits down next to me, and crosses his prosthetic across his knee, and I look over and I said, hey, man, it looks like he stepped in a landmine.
1: Oh, like no. Landmine. <laughs> oh no! Oh,
0: God. That's terrible. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, you people
2: are the worst. Ernie in Washington. Go.
7: Hey, Jesse. I used to work for the highway crew in the state of Washington, I was driving westbound I-90, and there was a vehicle on the side of the road broke down, so I pulled over to give him some assistance, and uh, the hood was up, and I knew he was under the hood, so I'm walking up the passenger side of the vehicle. and. And just before I got to the front of the vehicle, I said, hey, I wanted, didn't want to scare him. I so, hey, buddy, can I give you a hand? And I looked, and when I came around the corner, the poor guy in his right hand uh, was lobbed off from some, some, some accident years ago. And he said, you know something, I think I, I got the problem solved. And I went, oh, he was so good about it. And I went, oh, my gosh, I felt like walking into
2: traffic. Oh, can I give you a hand? Oh, gosh, that's terrible alright three seven seven four three seven. You know what? That's probably enough of that for now because I have a bunch of headlines I have to get to here. I have emails, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. In case you missed it, we talked about this in the, in the beginning of the first hour too, or to, about halfway through the first hour. Boston, tr- Boston patient removed from heart transplant list for being unvaccinated. And it's one thing to read that headline and get mad. It's another thing to actually dig in and find out what's real. That's a 31-year-old father of two with another baby on the way, and they just removed him from the transplant list because he's not vaccinated. Why isn't that evil? Why can't I call that just as evil as any other murderer out there? And I'll tell you, it. This is going to sound really cheesy, and I don't think I, I have a way to say this to, to make it not sound cheesy. So I'm just going to come out and say it anyway. I know you're just going to give it to me anyway, but it's true. I gosh, it sounds so hokey. I thought we were better than that. I know, Chris. I know it sounds cheesy. I know. I thought we were better than that. I thought we were the country who wouldn't do things like that. You know, you you know how much I geek out on on history books and a lot. I've been doing a lot of war books and stuff like that lately about guys. You know how common it was for our troops to provide medical aid to enemy troops? You understand that that's not a normal thing, right? Throughout history, that is not a normal thing. They would just find you wounded on the battlefield and just put a bullet in your head or a bayonet in your chest. America was different. Different. We were a country country that was always supposed to do it different. I guess that's probably been... The biggest disappointing thing for me over the the entire last two years, I call it naive. I mean, let's be honest. I was naive. I guess I thought we were different. I thought I I thought no matter what the world does, oh, these people are shutting these people down and shutting those people down and closing this business. And I looked at all that and I thought to myself, <laughs> thank goodness that can't happen here. We live in America. We live in the land of the free, baby. That couldn't happen here. Man, we, we're we worse than other places. We're worse than other places. Wrap your mind around that. I mean, no, we're not China with concentration camps. We're way worse than places like the UK and others. We're worse than the UK. We fought the revolution against them so we could be free so we could be out from under the yoke of tyranny. And yet, their guy just turned their people loose. Our guy just fired every unvaccinated healthcare worker in the United States of America. We were supposed to be better than that. And gosh, I don't want to sound again, this, this sounds even cheesier than what I just said. I'm so disappointed. I, I'm so disappointed. I wanted us to be better. That makes sense. Does that sound hokey? Whatever, that's how I think. All right, we have headlines I didn't get to here in just a second, but I, I and to see to see how much of the society just went along with it. I mean, I just brought up the firing of the workers. How many corporations just went along with all this crap? I mean, when I when I talk to you about companies like uh MyPillow, when I talk to you about my pillow, Part of the reason I love My Pillow, it's not honestly the products. I, I love the products. Everyone knows that. Everyone, I don't need to tell you that a My Pillow is great, right? I, I don't. I love the company philosophy. I love the fact they're actually willing to stand up against this kind of crap. There aren't many out there that are, and My Pillow has done it consistently. I appreciate that so much. We talk about putting your money where your morals are, man. I have so much appreciation for that. I I, I feel good about every dollar I spend at My Pillow. And they do have a steal right now on their My Slippers for a limited time. These amazing slippers Mike Lindell designed. They're 50% off with the promo code Jesse. Go to mypillow.com, use the promo code Jesse, you get My Slippers 50% off. Mypillow.com, promo code Jesse.
1: The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly show and look, remember about tunnel to towers too. I've told you about it before. I need to remember. I need to be better about this. I need to remember to tell you about the good organizations I find because I find so many crappy ones and I tell you about those too, right? There are a lot of scumbags, a lot of scammers out there. They take your money that you think you're giving to a good cause and it goes to line someone's pockets. You know Tunnel to Towers has pretty much a perfect rating from those chariot rating places. It's an incredible organization. They pay off mortgages for Gold Star Widows. Can you imagine anything more blessed than that? And they have a cool little program. I love it. If you go to T2T, that's t, the number, T2T.org, the T2T.org, and sign up for $11 a month. That's all they ask, 11 bucks a month. That gets you in the program. And that's it. Like, it's 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 not more complicated than that. It's not more than that. 11 bucks a month. T2T.org. Highly, highly recommend. All right. The fellas have asked me if I will play these comments from The View before I get to headlines I didn't get to. Reluctantly, I'm going to because I realize there's only so much of The View I can take and, or you can take before we just want to go take the Nestle plunge off a bridge somewhere. So I'm going to allow this to play for as long as I can take it. And then we're getting to headlines. I
0: don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore. Your masked paranoid world. You know, you go out. It's silly now. You know, you have your mask. You have to have a card. You have to have a booster. They scan your head. (laughs) Like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. (laughs) I'm not bananas. You are. That's not really funny to people
1: who have lost their kids mm, to no. this vaccine or people who have lost family members or dear friends to this. It's it's just, you know, listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's, you know, sexually gratifying. This is what we're doing to protect our families. And you don't
0: have to do it. Well, stay-
2: that's about enough of that. I feel like I'm going to throw up now. Before it was st- just like nails on a chalkboard. Now hearing Whoopi Goldberg speak like that, I... Uh- Uh, I think I'm going to need a minute to throw up in a trash can while this plays. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the
1: thing. Headlines we didn't get to.
2: Illinois Democrat in trouble for offering a job to rival to avoid a primary challenger. You have to admire. You have to respect the hustle on that. And you have to respect a state like Illinois. That flies under the radar. People talk so much about uh, states like New York for being corrupt. Man, is there a longtime Illinois politician who's not in prison? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to seek re-election. Well, I think her chances of getting re-elected are almost as high as her eyebrows. Post Office's law enforcement arm is expanding its surveillance powers. Did you know the United States Postal Service, you know they're watching, right? Oh, you didn't know about that, Chris? Yeah, do some looking into the United States Postal Service's surveillance and law enforcement stuff. He's not just the guy delivering your mail. Biden administration again rejects Ukraine's call for sanctions on Russia. Why do I just why do I think no matter what happens, Biden's gonna screw this up one way or the other? MSNBC host Tiffany cross says people need to pick up a weapon and get involved in the war for America. They did that last summer. We failed Danish newspaper apologizes for its COVID coverage. This, this is what it will take from America. This is what it will take from America's cultural institutions. Our media, FDA, FBI, DOJ, IRS, corporations, corporations, It will take simply this. People, especially Americans, are forgiving. Step up and say, I apologize. I got it wrong. We will fix it. We will hold people to account. We will do better. That's what it will take to save this country. Will that happen? I'm pessimistic, but it can. It can happen. Biden's Surgeon General claims Joe Rogan should be censored. Yes, and I claim the Surgeon General, his name is Vivek Murtha, should stand trial and go to prison as soon as the Republicans take over. White House defends FDA closure of monoclonal antibody treatment centers in Florida. I will once again say what I just got done saying. Every single person... Involved in the the decision to close monoclonal antibody treatment centers in Florida should be put on trial and go to prison. That is attempted murder. That is illegal. I don't care that you do it with your fancy white lab code and your fancy letters by your name. I don't care how many years you went to school. You're a murderer. Not more than that. Fox News footage shows mass release of single adult migrants into the United States of America. I do think it is important to note that we have well north of 2 million illegal immigrants that have poured into this country in just the last year. And no matter what, we have three more years of Biden and dome. CNN hosts asked guests why Republicans, quote, have a soft spot for Putin. Isn't it odd how every single part of the system that has been lying to you steadily for some time. Now I could boil it down to just the last couple years, but they've been lying for a long time. Now. Why are all the parts of the system that have been lying to you? The ones banging the war drums the loudest. And I'll tell you what else is funny. What's really odd. None of those people are going to get shot at if the war kicks off. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Alabama man accused of keeping a meth-fed attack squirrel faces new charges. Oh, sorry. I thought this was America. The Beatles and John Lennon's memorabilia are sold as NFTs. This is something called a non-fungible token. And full disclosure, I'm 40, and I forgot to ask either one of the fellows who work on this show what NFT actually means. And so I'm not going to respond to this whatsoever. Apple's AirTag uncovers a secret German intelligence agency. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's wonderful. It's not like German intelligence agencies have done any damage in the past. Look, I felt the need to end this night on this note because I understand the opening of the show was so heavy and the first hour or so was so dark. And obviously we had a lot of fun with the foot in your mouth stuff. But if you missed it, it's probably worth going back and listening to iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. That's where you can find the, well, the entire show every time, but that's where you can find what we talked about tonight. I do think it is important. I think it is, I think we are at a critical juncture in our nation. We're at a time in our nation where people have lost trust in their institutions, and once that happens, unless those institutions become aware of it pretty quickly and try to reach out and grab that trust back, then we're almost done. I don't want to be almost done. So go back, enjoy that. Also one final note, (sighs) we have something special planned for tomorrow. Apparently we have offended a certain group of people out there. I'm not going to give it away, but we've offended a certain group of people out there. And so in true Jesse Kelly show fashion, We are going to go all in and offend them 10 times as bad tomorrow, and we're all going to laugh hysterically while we do it. I am actually looking very, very forward to this. You will enjoy it yourself. That's all.